Welcome back to the Sick Podcast Recruits Draftcast. Judging by the thumbnail and the title, I think you know what's going on today. That's right. We're going to have none other than Lane Hudson joining us in just a few moments. We're going to talk BU. We're going to talk World Juniors. We're going to talk the Habs and everything in between. So let's do it. Turn up your volume. Because you're about to listen to The Sick Podcast. Recruits Draftcast. And with the first overall selection in the 2023 NHL Draft, the Chicago Blackhawks are very proud to select from the Regina Pats, the Western Hockey League, Connor Bedard. The sickest NHL draft and scouting podcast. It's going to be sick. That's right. Producer Shane here and the uh, handsome gentleman t- by my side. You know him. You love him. That's Grant McCag. <laughs> and let's not waste any more time. Let's bring him in. Mr. Lane Hudson. Lane, how are we doing today, my man? I'm good. How are you? Doing doing fantastic, dude. Thank you for taking the time. It means a lot. We know you've been you've been quite busy. And yesterday you played a heck of a game, right? Uh, OT win against Northeastern with with the nice goal, obviously. But um, man, do you have the gold medal nearby, or <laughs> is it is it uh, back home? I wish I would love to show you it, but uh, I left it back home. I'm at the rink right now. Fair enough, fair enough. I mean, man, if it was, if it was me, I'd carry that bad boy around. But uh, no, you you definitely earned that one. You know what? It's it's fresh. So let's just start with that, right? The World Juniors. I think anybody covering the World Juniors kind of expected the U.S. to dominate. I know Grant and I. You know that was our pick on paper. That was the team to beat, and sure enough, nobody did. Right? Like only Slovakia kind of took kind of scared you a little brought you to, to to shootouts but you still got it done so can you explain like what do you think kind of made that team so special and and just brought you guys together so well yeah I think you know having prior connections with you know lots of those guys playing you know two years of the U.S. national team and you know having a year there with a couple of the 05s on the team uh, mm. definitely helped our team but I think you know our ability to have you know, depth throughout our forward group and, you know, anyone could score at any time. So that was something that was, you know, really important for us during that tournament, especially in, you know, single game eliminations. Mm-hmm. I think, uh, you know, we saw it every other night, uh, you know, someone else was, you know, taking the game to taking their game to another level and really stepping up. And then on top of that, we had great goaltending, great D and yeah, I just think it, you know, we had all the pieces and, you know, we put it together. Yeah, no, across, across the board, it was just insane. I mean, the fourth line could have been the second. That's, you know, that's nuts. When you have that kind of depth, uh, you're bound to do some special things. And 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 you as well did some special things, right? You, you put up the points. We knew that was going to happen, but you were named to the all-star team as as one of the two defensemen. But what stood out most to me and Grant and, and our other collaborator, collaborator, Rocco, was actually your defensive game. We thought that you stepped up big time like was was your coach like did, did your coach tell you okay you're gonna get the big defensive assignments or did you just like bring it to another level yeah uh I don't think he really had to you know communicate that too much I think you know I kind of had an idea of you know like our forwards are gonna score for us so someone's gonna have to mm. you know step up defensively and you know to our credit for all our defensemen you know they all stepped up they all answered the bell and uh you know I think for me, it was, you know, something that, 
uh, you know, I was willing to sacrifice, you know, any offense just to win. And, uh, you know, I feel like that's kind of what I was trying to do. Yeah. And I think mission accomplished that we can, that we can agree on now. Listen, I got to ask, how's, how's the lip doing? Is it <laughs> feeling a bit better? Cause you got whacked pretty damn hard there. Yeah. Uh, it, it feels good now. Uh, but I, I took the stitches out yesterday, so, uh, it feels much better, but yeah, during the moment, I thought it went all the way through my lips. So I was kind of freaking out because it was leaking. But yeah. Uh, yeah, luckily it was just my lip. Yeah, and then you didn't you didn't really help your case there by getting a few punches thrown to your face. But guess what? You threw a few more back the other way too. Do do we actually have the fight uh, as a clip? If we can bring it up, that'd be great. Um, <laughs> man, I'm I'm sure you've seen this a bunch of times. But for the people who maybe haven't seen that. Um, that's uh, maybe that's a side to your game that most people aren't familiar with. There we go. And oh man, I, I just can't wait for the takedown here in just a few moments. There it is. Beautiful, great technique, fantastic. But, um, I mean, what, what, what was happening? Like, we need to know the 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 insides here. Did, did something, did, did he say something to you, or what kind of started it all? Yeah, uh, all I saw you know, during that play was. The whistle blowing and guys were kind of converging at center ice. And I kinda, like stuck my hand out to tie up a guy so he wouldn't go after anyone else. And I, this guy did not want to, you know, just tie up and, you know, watch guys battle. He wanted to come at me. So, uh, you know, I kind of got jumped a little bit. But, uh, you know, luckily, you know, not, unluckily the ref kind of got in the way a little bit. Uh, yeah. But, uh, you know, luckily I had Jim Snuggeru jump in and, you know, try to help me. And then he ended up getting double teamed. So when I saw him get double teamed, I, I felt like I should step in. There we go. That's camaraderie right there. I love it. Grant, I know you're itching. You got a bunch of questions for Lane. So the floor is yours. I'll let you take over. Yeah, I uh, I kind of had a setup for that uh, fighting clip. So I wasn't expecting that. Jump the gun, my uh... bad. I, I, I couldn't help myself. I needed, I needed <laughs> <Yeah>. to know. <laughs> Um, just like, uh, what was going through your mind when, uh, you know, the six, three defenseman that had played 12 seconds all, or didn't play all game all of a sudden was out on the last shift, uh, wanting to scrap you. Yeah. I think, uh, in my head, I, I didn't think he wanted to fight. I definitely did not want to fight, but, <laughs> uh, you know, when someone comes at you, I guess you got to de- try to defend yourself. And, you know, at first I was trying to just defend myself and then, uh, you know, I saw, you know, Jim Snuggerud step up for me and I felt like, you know, I was only right if I stepped up for him and, you know, it felt pretty good to land a couple too. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Now, uh, I was texting with your, uh, dad right after, and, uh, I had, a, I put up a tweet that was pretty popular on, uh, on Twitter. Um, did you see this? No. Okay. Well, uh. <laughs> He said uh, he has four brothers at home. That was mild. <laughs> now, uh, you ever scrap with uh, you ever scrap Quinn with your uh, hockey gloves on? No, <laughs> with, with, uh, with Quinn, uh, I think it was maybe two summers ago. I, I felt like I was getting stronger, and <laughs> I was kind of in that phase where I'm like, "Yeah, I can take Quinn." And we were on the ice during the summer practicing, and. Uh, Something happened where I thought he cheated a game and 
I, I like shot a puck like near him, like near near his face. He wasn't wearing a cage or anything, so I kind of sauced it near his face. And he comes <laughs> at me, he drops his gloves, and I drop my gloves, and uh, that was uh, it. Wasn't great for me. <laughs> <laughs> well, give you a bit I, of experience, right? Yeah, it was it was nothing too bad. And then after that, we you know ride in the same car together, and we're good. But uh, <laughs> I definitely don't want to poke my older brother. Yeah. <laughs> First thing you mentioned in the uh, post game interview was that uh, you wouldn't be here if it wasn't for your parents and brothers. So, uh, can you expand on that a bit? Yeah, I think you know, growing up in a household where you know everything's geared towards hockey and geared towards towards working hard and you know getting the most out of every opportunity you get, it's you know it had a huge impact on the way that I you know live my life and. You know, my, seeing how hard my parents work, it only makes me want to work, you know, twice as hard as them, you know, harder than them. And, uh, you know, I feel like just the the way we live, you know, whether it's in the summer or through seasons, uh, you know, we try to do it things at a really high level. And, you know, it's all only helped me. Hmm. And, and Brad, if I can, Oh, go ahead. If I can kind of quickly, because this yeah. is a perfect segue, right? Because your brother, Cole, for those who maybe haven't listened to the show because we've talked about him is eligible for the 2024 draft. So um, are, are you going to go fly to Vegas for the, to the sphere to go see that? I sure hope so. So <laughs> yeah. that'd be, that'd be something. So are, are you, are you able to kind of give us your scouting report on Cole? Like what kind of player can, can NHL teams expect from him? Yeah. Uh, obviously he's a 200 foot defenseman. You know, he's, really creative offensively, but, you know, he's been, uh, you know, working on his D game a lot and he, you know, in a better spot than I was, you know, my U18 year, he defends hard, he's physical, he's bigger, stronger. Uh, but I think, you know, one thing that's different about me and him, and this is probably one of the you know smaller things is his skating is so smooth and it's really deceptive because he's so uh, calm with the puck. And, mm. you know, for me, I'm more high tempo, I kind of explode, but he's yeah. so calm. I, I see him as more of an Adam Fox than anything because you see the way Adam Fox is. He's, you know, really calm. He's not like mm-hmm. the fastest guy ever, but he, you know, makes it work. And, uh, you know, I think Cole's skating may even be, you know, it's up there with Adam Fox for sure, just the way he moves his hips. But, you know, I think Cole's dangerous. You know, he's dangerous mm-hmm. all the time. Dangerous shot, I I'm surprised by his shot a little bit, but uh, you know he's got a really good shot, and the playmaking ability has always been there. Wow! Yeah, so for sure, he's uh, he's a he's a really good prospect, and uh, uh, um, we we had Adam Nightingale on a few weeks back, and he said that uh, you, you two are different personalities. Can you maybe? Uh, what do you think he meant by that? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I think, you know, when we come to the rink, it's, you know, we're kind of in our own worlds, but I think he's more of like, you know, he's not going to be talking to guys. He's like coming here, he's working. And then, you know, after practice, he'll mess around a little bit. And, but when he comes, he's, you know, dialed in. And that's same for me, but, uh, you know, I'll still be able to have a smile on my face. Uh, yeah, he's, uh, he's like pretty serious and, you know, I, I love it. I think it's funny, but uh yeah before practice or you know games he's pretty dialed in and 
you know, me too, but you know, I still crack a smile and uh, every once in a while he, we get one out of him too. <laughs> How did it feel to have your parents and uh, Lars there to celebrate with you? Yeah, it was really cool. Uh, um, my mom was uh, joking with me. She goes, man, next tournament I, I have to come to because I'm one for one when I come. <laughs> but it was, it was special having them there. Was she a little uh, perturbed about you getting in the scrap at the end, or was it all cool? Uh, I was surprised <laughs> with how calm she was after the game. <laughs> well, you won, eh? So, That's yeah. it. You got the decision. Yeah. The, it, it would have been a different story if we didn't win that game. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, winning always helps. Hmm. And, I mean, uh, it was revenge, right? You had 12 returning players from the U18 team that lost to Sweden 6-4 uh in 2022 despite out shooting them 51 to 15 how sweet was it to uh get you know to to uh not only beat them but in sweden yeah uh you know that atmosphere was you know pretty crazy i, I don't think they stopped cheering that whole game and uh you know it's really hard playing you know in anyone's away building but especially that setting and you know, especially against that team as well. You know, lots of 04s who beat us at U18 Worlds. Uh, you know, it was good revenge, but, uh, you know, it was hard. It was really hard. And, uh, you know, that team played hard. They played all the way through the end. And, you know, luckily we were able to come out on top. Mm -hmm. What, um, I know we clipped you with with uh, with a stick there. And uh, so you may not be real, you know, uh, have a high, high, high opinion of them right at the moment. But what... What do you think of Noah Osman uh, having faced him a couple times now? Yeah, uh, I mean, aside from the stick to the face, uh, he, he's a You know, he's a great player. I just know, like, you know, competing with him throughout the years that, you know, he's going to go far in hockey. You know, he's really talented, great speed, great shot, great playmaking ability. And, you know, he's someone who's you know really competitive too. Yeah. Did do you know that the Canadians tried hard to get him uh, in the draft? I, I didn't know that, but yeah. Uh, well, when they traded Romanov, Romanov, <clears throat> it was with uh, hoping to uh, be able to get Osland, uh, but they didn't think. But they didn't think they he'd be there at thirteen, so they uh, they were trying to move up into the top ten, and uh, so their secondary uh, plan B was to get. Kirby Docs. So I mean it turned out okay, but uh you guys were almost uh were almost teammates, so just so mm. you know. Yeah, that, that would have been cool, but yeah, uh, gotta love the Chicago guy. Started out in Chicago, Kirby Doc. I was watching <laughs> yeah. Yeah, sure. but uh, I mean he's a great player too. Yeah. And uh, you got to face Meshar. Uh just what was that your um how how often have you played against Meshar and just maybe describe uh what kind of player do you think he is? Yeah, I think this was my second year playing him. I mean, World Juniors last year too. But, you know, from this World Juniors compared to last one, he took a huge step. Like yeah. he, was, he really had to step up for that team, and, you know, he did. He's, uh, he's a threat all over the ice. I think he had the puck probably 50% of the game, you know, for that team just because he's always in the right spot. He's always – his feet, high motor. I, uh, you know, he's a great competitor and you know, he's a great guy too. Mm -hmm. You got a yeah. few. You got a couple more questions for him. I got. I'll well, 
if 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 we want to stick with the Habs prospect, you guys were four at the tournament, right? And 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 one of them was also on your team, that being Jacob Fowler. He 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 only played three games, but I mean, to, to us, he made a huge difference, and and he really stood on his head. But how how awesome was it to have like this goalie tandem that you knew whether it was Augustine or Fowler, you knew like you're you're covered, you know, you're good. <laughs> yeah, I think you know that's an underrated part of you know. Mm-hmm having a team like that we had, you know, having that goalie tandem where, you know, if like Trey got sick, I think he was supposed to play one of those games and, you know, Fowler is able to step in and just, you know, be our rock. And, mm-hmm. you know, we knew either way someone's going to have our backs. And, uh, you know, on top of that, you know, they're just the greatest guys ever. I, I love Trey. I love Fowler. They're, they're really nice guys. Fowler is pretty funny. Uh, mm-hmm. Trey's serious, but, yeah, I think that's what makes makes it work. Yeah, we got a we got a glimpse of Fowler and at you know at the combine and that some of his uh, the answers to the questions there. He, he's a uh, he, he's a pretty cool cat, eh? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. a character. And then I mean Owen Beck, right? Team Canada. You guys didn't play him in the tournament. You played him pre-tournament, but there's a you know there's a moment between you guys where you, you stripped him of the puck in OT to score that goal but uh what did you think of him just in that game and 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 in general like are you excited to play with him one day hopefully yeah definitely i think you know owen's taking a huge step as well from mm-hmm. you know just being the last ad last year to that canada team and then stepping up this year and you know being a big leader for that team and you know playing big defensive minutes winning faceoffs uh, you know, playing the right way. And, uh, you know, obviously it was tough on that team to, you know, create much because uh, they, they didn't have, you know, the highest skill level. But, um, you know, it was, it was great to play against him and you know, great to watch him too. Mm-hmm. Well, put you on the spot a bit here. Who do you think will go higher in the draft, Cole or, uh, or um, Zeev? Buum. It's a it's tough because you know Z yeah. has world junior experience, but I think just that in itself will you know he'll yeah. probably go. But you know, it's it's they're different players. I think mm-hmm. you know if someone's drafting on need, they're gonna you know it's always it always shakes out weird you know when it comes to that day or you know something's gonna happen, but uh, you know you never know. Yeah, so, and I mean. It, Draft order doesn't matter at the end of the day as long as you get drafted, right? And then you're you're the living proof of that because you got drafted end of the second. Now 31 teams are regretting that decision. They'll let you pass. So, um, yeah, draft order uh, doesn't really matter as long as you get drafted and then you make the most out of that opportunity. Um, so if if we transition a little to to BU here, because you, you first game back yesterday, scored a nice goal three points, OT win, great game. But one of your teammates is is drawing a lot of eyes, right? That being Macklin Celebrini. So can can you speak a bit about, about him and, and what it's like to play with probably the, the first overall pick this year? Yeah. Uh, I think just, you know, the way he carries himself off the ice is just, you know, amazing. And that's something that, you know, people don't really see. You know, just being around him in the locker room, he's – detailed he's a funny kid but he's also here to work and then on the ice it speaks for itself i mean just dynamic great skater great passer and uh you know the shots i mean the way he shoots it's 
it's pretty uh pretty special because you know i love just getting them the puck and you mm-hmm. know watching them shoot but uh and then the 200 foot game i think you know you think of guys like jonathan taze when he was coming up in the league or mm-hmm. you know, some Sidney crosby in him but i think uh just you know ultimately he's just going to be the next you know macklin salagrini like there's no mm-hmm. one who does it like him you know that i can see especially in recent years and you know, it's just, uh, you know, I'm glad I'm able to be a part of it. And, you know, I don't know if he'll go first. I think he'll go to hopefully whatever pick the Habs are picking. There we go. I like that. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> oh, yeah, his, uh, his attention to detail uh, at, at that age in defensive game is, uh, is pretty impressive for a 17-year-old center, right, would mm-hmm. you say? Yeah, it's... Uh, it's really special when you care that much about defense and you're able to, you know, do what he does on the offensive side. It's, it goes hand in hand with, you know, the person he is, but also the player he is. Hmm. I think we have, uh, we have the highlights from last night's game. Um, you, uh, I mean, you didn't score in the world junior, but it didn't take you long to get back, uh, get back, <laughs> pop one, uh, um, back in university so you guys uh obviously northeastern uh bc and uh and the like it's going to be uh it's really going to be a a competitive beanpot tournament this year isn't it yeah it is and you know obviously bubc is going to be a great game and you know there's going to be like the favorite teams where it's you know we're two of the top five teams in the country but really, when you get to the bean pot, you know, there's no favorites. It's you just find a way to win, and that's how it goes. Any uh, trash talking between, uh, you know, the Smith line and, and you uh, as far as uh, upcoming <laughs> matches coming up or what? Uh, <laughs> there is any trash talk. It's going to be coming from those guys. I feel like <laughs> I like got until until I can say something, but, you know, you never <laughs> something that you can't back up yeah there you go fair enough you're uh i'm, I'm just gonna go a little off here and talk about your dad a bit too. he's from bozeman manitoba now i uh, looked that up and it's like middle of nowhere basically on saskatchewan border uh village or hamlet of about 200 do you do you still have family uh that lives in manitoba yeah my dad's dad lives there and my dad's brother li- brother lives there so okay mm. uh we, i've been out there a couple of times uh you know it's not what i'm really used to but it's, <laughs> so it's really, really quiet uh you know during the summer it's really nice just you know, relaxing and being there uh you know hang out with my grandpa and my uncles so mm. it's uh sure. I, I it, and i know my family enjoys it so yeah so you've been canadianized a bit before you come play <laughs> yeah a little bit <laughs> fish uh you, you go fishing when you're up there at all or uh no not not too much we just okay my, my uncle's got a garden so you know just <laughs> help whatever it's also got all types of cool you know toys or whatever but you know, right like in the garage, so mm. there does, yeah. does 
do they regale you with stories about Dale Howarchuk and the mighty Winnipeg Jets or anything like that? Or did they did they grow up Jets fans or uh, who did your dad cheer for? Do you know? My my dad was Oilers. Okay. Uh, well, yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That makes sense. We have a photo of your dad. Uh, I mean, I googled him up, and uh, this is the first thing that came up. Now, what what's what's up with this man? <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, people are seeing this picture. Uh, it's not what it looks like. It's uh, <laughs> uh, Toronto Pro Hockey Development. So, right. Uh, sure looked like a Maple Leafs. Uh, yeah. Jersey uh, though. So. I think that was WSI, so World Selects Invitational. Uh, it was my U12 year, so I was in mm. Balzano, Italy. and uh, oh, Okay. Yeah, he was the coach, and I played on the team. And uh, I mean, we had a really good team. We had uh, Seamus Casey. We had Shane Wright. We had uh, a couple Shane other Wright. Wow. Really good. Uh, we played in the finals. We played against Rucker McGrady, <laughs> Matt's. So it's uh wow high end at the time, but yeah, it was I think U twelve year in in uh, Italy. Huh. Okay, has he burned that shirt yet, or <laughs> I, I I haven't seen it. <laughs> yeah, uh, he uh, he reached out to me a few weeks back and told me uh, he'd like like me to get some recruits shirts made up for uh, for him and him and the all your, your brothers, uh, you and your brothers. So uh, we're going to get that done, but um, just you're going to have to get a group picture taken and, uh, you know, set it to me when, when we do that. Does that sound good? Yeah, sounds good. The, the shirt he's wearing right now is just fine, Grant. That's yeah, that's true. I think he's going to win a lot of points with that one, that's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, I mean, big news uh, right off the bat there. Cutter gets dealt to Anaheim. What do you think of what do you think of that news? Yeah, uh, you know, I don't know what went into that. I, I haven't heard much. You know, obviously there's rumors swirling, and you know, mm-hmm. there's always that. I guess uh, you know, you'll never know until he either says something, or I guess we'll never know. But yeah, uh, you know, I wish him the best. You know, he's a good teammate of mine, and uh, he's a great player too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Now, uh, as uh, Shane was saying like you played in all key situations in the world juniors tournament and you've been doing it for two years in Boston too. Yet people still bring up the, you know, can he play uh, well defensively? Like, like, are you, are you, do you think that you've proven that, uh, that that's not a question that, that should be on people's uh, lips there anymore or what? Uh, you know, I, in my head, uh, you know, I like when people are questioning. I, I kind of invite it in a way. I, I want to continue to prove, you know, that I could, you know, not only play at the college level, but hopefully the pro level. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, that's something that I really pride myself in is, you know, being able to play both ends of the ice, you know, because you got to defend before you can, you know, go play offense. And, you know, that's something that I try to do. Definitely. Um, we can tell just by, uh, you know, uh adam nightingale was was mentioning that you've got uh an inordinately uh long wingspan for your height can you just tell us uh what's your wingspan uh i've 
no idea, but. <laughs> well, he told me 62 or 63 inches. So, I mean, that you're able to get to a lot of pucks and you utilize your, uh, you like poke checking a lot. It's a big part of your game, right? Yeah. I, I feel like it's, you know, pretty hidden because I'm, you know, not the tallest ever, but uh, <laughs> oh, someone will think they have me and then, you know, I could reach pretty far. So yeah. Uh, that plays to my advantage mm -hmm. and where how high is how high is your stick like uh, you got you for your height do you have a fairly long stick yeah uh it's around it's come up to your nose or where you know uh just above my nose okay so well you want that extra reach right so mm -hmm. Pretty long, and I feel I feel like it's easier to handle pucks with a longer stick. I know some guys. Oh, really? Say, okay. Yeah, I know some guys say with a shorter stick, but a shorter stick, I I don't know. I don't feel like I could do what I want with the puck. That's interesting because we mentioned last show about Howie Meeker and that these guys, of course, you know, young lads didn't know who the heck I was talking about, but he used to, you know, emphasize that if you want to be able to stick handle the, you're you know, basically cut off your stick to about here. And I used to, I mean, I thought Howie, you know, I listened to Howie, so I always had a short stick. And that, that's what kept me out of the NHL. I always wondered what it was. <laughs> sure, that's what it was. <laughs> <laughs> um, now, speaking of height and weight, uh, you know, you get to ask this all the time, but what's your, uh, what's your height and weight now? Yeah, right now, 510, 160. Okay. Uh, trying to get the weight back up from the tournament. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, it could be hard when you're playing, you know, that much. And also, you mm -hmm. aren't, uh, you know, eating what you would usually eat. Yeah. What was what was the uh, cuisine like in uh, Sweden? Lots of fish and rice or meatballs? What? Uh, <laughs> no, I, I think I had pasta probably. Oh, okay. What, 20, 23 days in a row? Or something oh. like that. just because I, I I could I could I could have kept eating it but mm. <laughs> yeah it was, just, it was always there and you know the meats were always changing. Well, I I wish I had your metabolism because when I if I had pasta twenty three straight days I I wouldn't be keeping the weight off that's for sure. But yeah. um, now, <laughs> do you have um like going into the season where you. I presume you're a little more than 160 and then you lose a bit during the year. Is that typically, or were you 160 before the start of the season too? I was 160 and then I, you know, went trickle between like 163 and go up and down. But, okay. uh, you know, I, I'm fine where I'm at right now and mm -hmm. I'll hopefully I can, uh, you know, get a little bit, but you know, nothing too quick or too much. So you're not like, you don't think that you have to be 180 plus to play in the NHL or anything like that. You're going to be able to, to, to uh, compete at say 170 just fine. Or what do you yeah. have a kind of a goal in that sense? Uh, the goal is to, you know, be able to <laughs> perform well on the ice and sure. You know, if, uh, if I feel like, you know, the strength and the size and the weight can help me, then, you know, I'm obviously going to add on. You know, I feel I feel really strong on the ice. I feel like I could, you know, defend myself and defend well in the corners and you know come out with pucks. So, mm -hmm. uh, you know, until I run into you know anything where I feel like I need more, 
which I'm always trying to get more, I'm, I feel like I'm in a pretty good spot. Well, you wrestled that 6-2 uh, Swede pretty uh, pretty well, so, you know. You and go. I noticed, like, you don't get knocked down too often. You're pretty uh, you're pretty sturdy on your skates for your, you know, um, a good, uh, strong for your for your weight. Now, um, uh, what's the what's the the goal here? You win the bead pot, and you think you have the? Do you think you have the squad to uh, to uh, win the national championship this year? Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. I th- you know, we see we've seen glimpses of what our team can do, and you know, I don't even think we've you know put it all together for a full sixty minutes yet, and you know, that's pretty special when you look at our record and you look at our our ranking so i think you know if we once we put it all together which we will i think you know we'll be in a really good spot to you know be hopefully making a return to the frozen four but uh you know like i said the one game eliminations it's tough but i think if it's any group it's this group yeah Are and, you, and, uh, go ahead well, you know, I, I was going to transition a little over to uh, to the Habs. So if you got more questions about BU, go ahead. Uh, just one about, like, I mean, it's the obvious one, but uh, is do you think that, uh, I mean, I, I know you, you're not thinking about that. You're thinking about, about the club and stuff at this point and winning a, a title. But is there is there a possibility we could see you uh, um, turning pro at, at the end of this year? Uh, I feel like, you know, right now I'm in a good spot here at BU and mm-hmm. I'm excited about, you know, playing, uh, you know, full games and, you know, being a big part of it. And, you know, as the season ends, I guess we'll go from there. Obviously, I'd love to play. Uh, I was telling uh, my dad, I, I was like, if they would have asked me to play right after the draft, I would have said yes. That's how <laughs> I excited I am, but I uh, you know I know that there's you know, different paths for everyone, and you know, I'm, uh, you know what I think, and yeah, we'll go from uh, we'll go from there at the end of the year. Mm-hmm. There's That's also, good. I mean, the you know, it'd be it'd be kind of cool to play to have the three Hudson brothers playing together next year too. If you did, if you did decide to cut, go back, that would be one of the uh, one of the reasons what. Uh, why you would return, right? Mm. Yeah, definitely. And, you know, being able to help Cole, uh, you know, help him adjust any way I can would definitely be a big help to him. But, you know, at the same time, uh, he'd love for me to be back because I know he uh, he wants to run a power play unit. It's <laughs> <laughs> a good point. It's a good point. Yeah. I don't know over so easily but uh yeah like i said you know we'll see we'll see what happens i'm excited either way that's it yeah i mean we we have a ton of habs fans who watch the show so i know they're they're pumped to to listen to you today but um grant and i actually went to the development camp this summer and we got to see our first lane hudson live performance and it, it you know it was it was pretty impressive but you know before the development camp, even at the draft, when the Habs drafted Ryan Backer, it was kind of, you know, a pair, you know, you, you two are always talked about in the same sentence and then come development camp, every drill, it seemed you guys were together. Uh, talk, can you talk about like that, that chemistry that you've built a little with, 
with David in the short amount of time that you've known each other? Yeah, uh, I remember coming into development camp and, you know, our chemistry didn't start on the ice. You know, it started off the ice and, you know, it was good getting to know him and hmm. uh, good feeling like, you know, I was able to kind of show him you know, how the camp works and you know, what we're going to be doing. But, uh, you know, just talking to him, he's a pretty funny guy, but you know, he's still <laughs> the nicest kids ever. So hmm. uh, you know, I feel like just being able to connect with him off the ice and then getting on the ice and seeing what he can do. It was, you know, really fun for me and you know, maybe a glimpse into, you know, what we can see in the future, hopefully. That's exciting. That's exciting. So, you know, first, first time around at development camp and, and being around the team, um, what, what were your interactions like with, with Martin Saint-Louis? I mean, you know, you're, you're being coached by, a legend, a, you know, Hall of Famer. The guy won the cup. He's 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 been through it all, right? So, uh, how how was it for you dealing with him? Yeah, uh, you know, just being in his presence, seeing the way he is with everyone, it's you know really special. I mean, the way he interacts with people, you know, he's super kind and mm-hmm. you know really open to everyone. But you know, he's there to work, and you know, it's always a good sign when the hardest worker in the organization is the coach. And obviously, you know, everyone's working hard, but the hardest worker for the team is the coach. And hmm. everyone else sees that and you know, wants to work as hard as him. Wow. You're, uh, I mean, from all accounts, I, I I spoke with Nick Four and Adam Nightingale. We had both of them on here. And mm-hmm. both of them uh, attested to your uh, your work ethic. Uh, you, you work hard on and off the ice and uh, would you think that that's you know that's your main attribute or what would you say is your main attribute uh, as a hockey player yeah i think you know my main attribute aside from working hard which i would put as number one is uh you know my competitiveness i feel like uh you know nothing is worse than losing and you know nothing's more fun than winning your teammates and you know being a part of something that you know is special and i think you know being at the u.s national team and being in that environment uh where you're always competing against your teammates and you know you're gonna lose at times and you know your teammates will give it to you it's uh it drives you crazy because you want to just practice you know right after the practice because you want to you know get back at those guys but being in that competitive environment definitely was you know, perfect for me. Hmm. Uh, actually, that it was competitiveness that they said. Actually, now that I think about it, so uh, you all you all had the same answer. So, um, <laughs> I mean, what uh, you know? I don't know. Uh, you play Monopoly or you know uh, board games with your with or you know shoot some hoops with your brothers and stuff. I I take it that there's uh, quite a quite a bit of competitiveness there amongst you yeah uh definitely there's uh you know a couple uh pretty funny memories of you know whether it was street hockey or basketball uh you know always ending in fights and uh then we <laughs> forget about it restart the game and then we end up fighting again so uh, <laughs> yeah but growing up in that household that was it's always fun and you know, it's same to this day. It still happens, and you know, not to the degree de- degree that it was, but it still happens, and it's still really fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Well, Lane, it's been uh, it's been great having you on. We really appreciate it, and um, best of luck in the bean pot. And of course, the you know, hopefully you make the frozen four and and go all the way. Uh, there's, I mean, this is just it's going to be great for your development having such competitive games over the rest of the stretch here. In addition to the World Juniors, so uh if you do decide to come out this year i think you'll be ready so mm -hmm. um whatever your decision we'll, we'll all be fine with and and best of luck the rest of the year yeah thank you thanks thanks for coming on lane really appreciate yeah. it for having me all right lane hudson everybody what a guy this guy is even better off the ice than he is on and and i didn't know that was possible uh such <laughs> yeah. a sweetheart and, and and a fantastic human and a heck of a hockey player too so habs fans i hope you, you enjoyed this because I know I did. Gets me pretty pumped up about the future. Uh, man, him talking about, you know, the chemistry with, with David, that's 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 pretty exciting there. That, I think that's what, you know, Kent Hughes and Jeff Gorton had in mind with dra drafting Reinbacher. It's like it's the perfect pairing, right? And and to see that they at least like each other, then that's that's a good start there. <laughs> um, so, again, we, we extend a, a big thank you to Lane and, and his dad and his whole family. Uh, just, just a great, great group of people. Um, and, and we're not done here. All right. We're, we're going to keep rolling. 2024 is going to be a big year for the, for the show. Uh, we're, we're pumping out two shows a week and sometimes even three when we're feeling generous. So, uh, stay tuned. Don't forget to subscribe, leave us a like, leave us a comment. Let us know what you thought about, about this interview and, and, uh, stay tuned for more to come. Grant, any, uh, parting words? Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm, absolutely pumped that he uh he was able to to come on with us so especially Huge. you know Huge, i mean yeah. he's got i'm sure he's got a school uh workload uh you know played a game last night just got back probably still a bit jet lagged even so completely appreciate that uh he you know he was able to come on with us and i'm uh also very pumped about having bob mckenzie on in a couple of weeks he's gonna after he uh, reveals his midterm draft rankings and we'll have uh we'll have some discussions about the differences in our in our uh rankings but usually they're pretty close so That's it shouldn't right. be uh shouldn't be too contentious i mean it's bob right you're not yeah. gonna uh, it, uh <laughs> i'll learn a lot from it and uh i really am looking forward to uh to interviewing bob in a couple of weeks that's it. I wasn't lying. We're we're gonna keep pumping out some some good content for you guys. Bob Bobby Margarita is gonna be on the show. Uh, <laughs> date to be determined, but uh, he he has confirmed with us, so we 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 can announce it officially. Uh, as always, guys, I invite you all to go check out Recruits.ca. Bunch of great um, articles and and reports about anything draft related, anything Habs related. It's all on there, and it's not for and it doesn't cost you very much. So. I invite you to go check that out. Um, as always, take care, everybody. We hope you you stay safe and have a good week, good day, good month, good year. Um, and we will see you all in the next one. And that's a wrap. Hope you don't miss us too much until next time. Follow the Sick Podcast Recruits Draftcast on YouTube, Facebook, Google Play, and Apple Podcasts.